0: podcast, episode 100, episode 205, Tipitaka, part 131, in which I will continue reading Mahavaga. So this is Mahavaga, part two. We've uh, recently started the fourth book of the six books of the Vinaya Pitaka, which is the first of the Pitaka, at least in the order that I'm doing it seen it. Usually the Vinaya Pitaka is listed first as it's the most important in a sense, at least for monks and nuns. Um, This is the uh, discipline basket and this we've passed the rules for monks and nuns. If you want to start with uh, part one of Mahavaga, you can click here for the Mahavaga playlist. However, if you would like to start with book one, of the Tipitaka, book one of the Vinaya Pitaka, and hear many, many hundreds of episodes of, well, 120 something episodes of rules for monks and nuns, and then you can click here to start at the beginning of the Tipitaka. All right. I think I did that all right, more or less. Okay. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well today. I will go ahead and get to. So we've just finished the uh, talk on Brahma's entreaty, where he came down to convince Lord Buddha to teach, even though Lord Buddha was thinking it's going to be really difficult. Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, now to whom should I first teach Dhamma? Who will understand this Dhamma quickly? End quote, then it occurred to the Lord, quote, Indeed, this Ajara, the Kalama, is learned, experienced, wise, and for a long time has had little dust in his eyes. Suppose I were to teach Dhamma first to Ajara the Kalama. He will understand this Dhamma quickly, end quote. But then an invisible Devata announced to the Lord, quote, Lord, Ajara the Kalama passed away seven days ago, And the knowledge arose to the Lord that Ajara the Kalama had passed away seven days ago. Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, Ajara the Kalama was of great intelligence. If he had heard this Dhamma, he would have understood it quickly. End quote. Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, Now to whom should I first teach Dhamma? Who will understand this Dhamma quickly? End quote. Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, Indeed, this Udaka, Rama's son, is learned, experienced, wise. And for a long time has had little dust in his eyes. Suppose I were to teach Dhamma first to Udaka, Kama's, Rama's son. He will understand this Dhamma quickly. End quote. But then an invisible devata announced to the Lord quote, Lord, Udaka, Rama's son, passed away last night. End quote. And the knowledge arose to the Lord that Udaka, Rama's son, had passed away last night. Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, Udaka, Rama's son, was of great intelligence. If he had heard this Dhamma, he would have understood it quickly, End quote. Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, Now to whom should I first teach Dhamma? Who will understand this Dhamma quickly? Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, That group of five monks who waited on me when I was self-resolute in striving were very helpful. Suppose I were to teach Dhamma first to the group of five monks, end quote. Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, But where is this group of five monks staying at present? Then the Lord, with Deva vision, okay, D-E-V-A hyphen vision, purified and surpassing that of men, saw the group of five monks staying near Benares at Isipatana in the deer park. Then the Lord, having stayed at Uruvela for as long as he found suiting, set out, on tour for Benares. I, because they said Deer Park, I'm assuming that this is um, near um, uh, Varanasi, Sarnath. Here's a, uh, a stupa that was erected to commemorate the place where Lord Buddha began teaching these five monks. A bit of a spoiler, he does find them. Okay, Upaka, a naked ascetic, saw the Lord going along the high road between Gaia and the parenthesis tree of and parenthesis awakening. Seeing him, he spoke thus to the Lord, quote, your reverence, your sense organs are quite pure. Your complexion is very bright, very clear. On account of whom have you, your reverence, gone forth? Or who is your teacher? Or whose dhamma do you profess? When this had been said, the Lord addressed Upaka, the naked ascetic, in verses. victorious over all, omniscient am I, among all things undefiled, leaving all, through death of craving freed, by knowing for myself whom should I follow. For me there is no teacher, One like me does not exist. In the world with its devas, no one equals me. For I am perfected in the world. The teacher supreme am I. I alone am all awakened. Become cool am I. Nirvana attained. To turn the dharma wheel, I go to Kasi's city beating the drum of deathlessness in a world that's become blind, end quote. Quote, according to what you claim your reverence, you ought to be victor of the unending, end quote. Parentheses, Upaka said, end parentheses. Quote, like me, they are victors indeed, who have won to destruction of the cankers Vanquished by me are evil things, therefore am I Upaka, a victor end quote. When this had been said, Upaka, the naked ascetic, having said, quote, "It may be parentheses so, and parentheses, your reverence, end quote, having shaken his head, went off taking a different road. Um, now, the word for victor is, uh, the word that was used in Jainism, um, is eluding me right now, so I'm going to leave it to Editor Edward to do a flashback real quick. Arihantum, Mahadev. Arihantas are those who have freed themselves from life. Okay, so hopefully... I'm assuming that it's a similar concept, and uh, of course, Mahavir was very well known to have been naked all the time. He was the uh, he's sometimes credited as the founder of Jainism, although he's the twenty-fourth Tirthankara of Jainism, and the uh, the previous one, Parshvanath, was from three hundred-ish years before him, so. Of course, the first Tirtankara goes back to, like, you know, Indus River Valley Civilization days, if you um, subscribe to all that. Okay, then the Lord, walking on tour, in due course, approached Benares, the deer park of Isipatana, the group of five monks. The group of five monks saw the Lord coming in the distance Seeing him, they agreed among themselves, saying, Your Reverences, this recluse Gotama is coming. He lives in abundance. He is wavering in his striving. He has reverted to a life of abundance. He should neither be greeted nor stood up for, nor should his bowl and robe be received. All the same, a seat may be put out. He can sit down if he wants to. End quote. But as the Lord gradually approached this group of five monks, so this group of five monks, not adhering to their own agreement, having gone towards the Lord, one received his bowl and robe, one made ready a seat, one brought water for washing the feet, a footstool, a footstand. The Lord sat down on the seat made ready, and the Lord, while he was sitting down, washed his feet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of them must have washed his feet, or maybe he washed his own feet, okay. Further, I'm used to a different egregore when it comes to feet washing. Further, they addressed the Lord by name and with the epithet of, quote, your reverence, end quote. When this had been said, the Lord spoke thus to the group of five monks. Quote, do not, monks, address a truth finder by name and with the epithet your reverence. A truth finder, monks, is a perfected one, a fully awakened one. Give ear, monks, the deathlessness has been found. I instruct, I teach Dhamma, going along in accordance with what has been enjoined having soon realized here and now by your own super knowledge that supreme, that supreme goal of the Brahma faring, for the sake of which young men of family rightly go forth from home into homelessness, you will abide in it. End quote. When this had been said, the group of five monks spoke thus to the Lord, quote, but you, Reverend Gotama, did not come to a state of further men, to the eminence of truly Aryan vision of knowledge, by this conduct, by this course, by this practice of austerities. So, how can you now come to a state of further men, to the eminence of the truly Aryan vision of knowledge, when you live in abundance? are wavering in striving and have reverted to a life of abundance, end quote. When this had been said, the Lord spoke thus to the group of five monks, quote, a truth finder, monks, does not live in abundance. He does not waver in striving. He does not revert to a life of abundance. A truth finder, monks, is a perfected one a fully awakened one. Give ear, monks, the deathlessness has been found. I instruct, I teach Dhamma. Going along in accordance with what has been enjoined. having soon realized here and now, by your own super knowledge, that supreme goal of the Brahma faring, for the sake of which young men of family rightly go forth from home into homelessness, you will abide in it. And a second time, did the group of five monks speak thus to the Lord? Four dots. And a second time, did the Lord speak thus to the group of five monks? Four dots. And a third time, did the group of five monks speak thus to the Lord? Quote, but you, Reverend Gotama, did not come to a state of further men? Three dots. By this practice of austerities? Three dots. To a life of abundance? End quote. So they all had the same conversation three times. When this had been said, the Lord spoke thus to the group of five mon- monks quote, Do you allow, monks, that I have never spoken to you like this before? End quote. quote You have not, Lord. End quote. Quote, a truth finder, monks, is a perfected one, a fully awakened one. Give ear, three dots, you will abide in And the Lord was able to convince the group of five monks. Then the group of five monks listened to the Lord again, gave ear to him, and aroused their minds for profound knowledge. Then the Lord addressed the group of five monks, saying, these two, parentheses dead, and parentheses ends, monks should not be followed by one who has gone forth. Which two? That which is, among sense pleasures, addiction to attractive sense pleasures. Lo, of the villager, of the average man, unarian, not connected with the goal. And that which is addiction to self-torment, ill, unarian, not connected with the goal. Just in case uh, there's anybody scratching their head, um, so Aryan in this context basically means high classed, um, and it is there's no connection with the modern use of the word in the Western world. Uh, basically, there's a uh, a controvers- some semi controversial theory that uh, the Aryans who were ancient Persians basically. Uh, came into India from the northwest after the Indus River Valley civilization dried up and are the ancestors of... among the main ancestors of the northern Indians today. And, uh, yeah, so in that context, the uh, word by then, by this time, came to mean high-classed. Now, monks, without adopting either of these two parentheses dead and parentheses ends, there is a middle course, fully awakened to by the truth finder, making for vision, making for knowledge, which conduces to calming, to super knowledge, to awakening, to nirvana. And what monks Is this middle course fully awakened to by the truth finder, making for vision, making for knowledge, which conduces to calming, to super knowledge, to awakening, to nirvana? It is this Aryan eightfold way itself. That is to say, right view, right thought, right speech, right action, right mode of living, right endeavor, right mindfulness, right concentration. This monks is the middle course, fully awakened to by the truth finder, making for vision, making for knowledge, which conduces to calming, to super knowledge, to awakening, to nirvana. And this monks is the Aryan truth of ill. Birth is ill and old age is ill, and disease is ill, and dying is ill. Association with what is not dear is ill. Separation from what is dear is ill. Not getting what one wants is ill. In short, the five groups of grasping are ill. Quote, uh, continuing, and this monk's is the Aryan truth of the uprising of ill, that which is craving connected with again becoming, accompanied by delight and passion, finding delight in this and that, that is to say, craving for sense pleasures, craving for becoming, craving for de-becoming. Hmm. Sounds like what one of those uh, YouTube-safe euphemisms. Unalive or something. Craving for de-becoming, or, you know, ceasing to exist, perhaps. And this, monks, is the Aryan truth of the stopping of ill, the utter and passionless stopping of that very craving, its renunciation, surrender, release, the lack of pleasure in it. And this, monks, is the Aryan truth of the course leading to the stopping of ill, this aryan eightfold way itself that is to say right view three dots right concentration it always bugs me when uh, the use of the three dots is used when when it's especially when it's very important this is the first time that the lord is teaching the eightfold way to his first five disciples and uh, Miss Horner at the Polytech Society has opted to put three dots there because eh, we all know the Eightfold Path. Okay, I'll keep reading. <sighs> On thinking, quote then quotes, this is the Aryan truth of ill, and quote then quotes, among things not heard before by me, monks. Vision arose, knowledge arose, wisdom arose, higher knowledge arose, light arose. On thinking, quote within quotes, now that which is the Aryan truth of ill must be completely known, end quote, three dots. Mm-hmm. And quote within, I mean, quote within quotes, now that which is the Aryan truth of ill is completely known, and quote within quote. Among things not heard before by me, monks, vision arose, knowledge arose, wisdom arose, higher knowledge arose, light arose. On thinking, quote this is the Aryan truth of the uprising of ill, and, quote quotes, three dots, light arose. On thinking, quote now that which is this Aryan truth of the uprising of ill must be given up. End quote within quotes three dots, quote within quotes three three dots is given up, end quote within quotes three dots, light arose. On thinking, quote within quotes, this is the Aryan truth of the stopping of ill, end quote within quotes three dots, light arose. On thinking, quote within quotes, now that which is this Aryan truth of the stopping of ill must be released. And quote, then quotes, three dots, quote, then quotes, three dots, is realized, and quote, then quotes, three dots, light arose. On thinking, quote, then quotes, this is the Aryan truth of the course going to the stopping of ill, and quote, then three dots, light arose. On thinking, quote, then quotes, now that which is this Aryan truth of the course leading to the stopping of ill must be made to become, and quote, then quotes, three dots, quote quotes. three dots, is made to become, and quote quotes. three dots, light arose. Whew, so many dots. And so long, monks, the vision of these four Aryan truths, with the three sections and twelve modes, as they really are, was not well purified by me. So long was I, monks, not thoroughly awakened with the supreme full awaken, awakening as to the world with its devas, with its maras, with its brahmas, with its recluses and brahmins, its creatures with devas and men. This I knew. But when, monks, the vision of knowledge of these four Aryan truths, with the three sections and twelve modes as they really are, was well purified by me. Then was I monks thoroughly awakened with the supreme full awakening as to the world, three dots with its recluses and brahmins, its creatures, with devas and men. This I knew. Moreover, the vision of knowledge arose in me. "Quotes, freedom of mind is for me unshakable." This the last birth. There is not. Now again becoming. End quote quotes, end quote. Thus spoke the Lord. Delighted, the group of five monks rejoiced in the Lord's utterance. Moreover, while this discourse was being uttered, Dhamma vision, dustless, stainless, arose to the venerable Kandana that, quote, whatever is of the nature to apprise, all that is of the nature, all that is of the nature to stop, right? Temporal things, end quote. And when the Lord had rolled the Dhamma wheel, the earth devas made this sound heard. Quote, the supreme Dhamma wheel rolled thus by the Lord at Benares in the deer park at Isipatana cannot be rolled back by a recluse, or Brahmin, or Deva, or by Mara, or by Brahma, or by anyone in the world." End quote. Having heard the sound of the earth devas, the earth devas, the devas of the four great kings made this sound heard. Three dots. The 30 devas, three dots. Yama's devas, three dots. The happy devas, three dots. The devas who delight in creation, three dots. The devas who delight in the creation of others, three dots. The devas of Brahma's retinue made this sound heard. Quote, the supreme Dhamma wheel rolled thus by the Lord at Benares in the deer park at Isipatana cannot be rolled back by a recluse or Brahman or Deva or by Mara or by Brahma or by anyone in the world. In this moment, in, in this wise, in this wise, in that moment, in this way, perhaps, it's Old English, translated in the 1930s. Up, uh, Excuse me. In this wise, in that moment, in that second, in that instant, the sound reached as far as the Brahma world and the 10,000-fold world system trembled, quaked, shook violently, and a radiance, splendid, measureless, Surpassing the Deva's own glory, was manifest in the world. Then the Lord uttered this solemn utterance quote, Indeed, Kundana has understood. Indeed, Kundana has understood. End quote. Thus it was time that Anatta Kundana became the venerable Kundana's. This uh, goes on, it's not a, there's no stopping point for a little bit. So, um, um, actually, this section ends in two pages, three pages, so I'll keep reading. Then the Venerable Anatta Kondana, having seen Dhamma, attained Dhamma, known Dhamma, plunged into Dhamma. Having crossed over doubt, having put away uncertainty, having attained without another's help to full confidence in the teacher's instruction, spoke thus to the Lord quote, May I, Lord, receive the going forth in the Lord's presence. May I receive ordination. End quote. Quote, Come, monk, end quote, the Lord said well-taught is Dhamma fair, the Brahma faring. well-taught is Dhamma fair, the Brahma faring. okay, for making an utter end of ill, end quote. So this came to be this Venerable One's ordination. Then the Lord exhorted, instructed those remaining monks with Dhamma talk Then, while they were being exhorted, instructed by the Lord with Dhamma talk Dhamma vision, dustlessness, stainless arose to the venerable Vapa and to the venerable Bhadriya that, quote, whatever is of the nature to uprise, all that is of the nature to stop, end quote. These, having seen Dhamma, attained Dhamma, known Dhamma, three dots having attained without another's help to full confidence in the teacher's instruction, spoke thus to the Lord. May we, quote, may we, Lord, receive the going forth in the Lord's presence. May we receive ordination, end quote. Quote, come, monks, end quote, the Lord said. Quote, well taught is Dhamma. Fair the Brahma faring for making an utter end of ill. Quote, so this came to be these Venerable Ones' ordination. Then the Lord, eating the food brought back by these, exhorted, instructed those remaining monks with domitok, saying, quote, Let the group of six live on whatever the three monks bring when they have walked for alms food, end quote. Then, while they were being exhorted, Instructed by the Lord with Dhamma talk, Dhamma vision, dustless, stainless, arose to the venerable Mahanama and to the venerable Asaji that, quote, Whatever is of the nature to uprise, all that is of the nature to stop, end quote. These, having seen Dhamma, attained Dhamma, two dots having attained without another's help to full confidence in the teacher's instruction, spoke thus to the Lord. May, quote, may we, Lord, receive the going forth in the Lord's presence. May we receive ordination, end quote. Quote, come monks, end quote, the Lord said. Quote, well taught is Dhamma. Fare the Brahma faring for making an utter end of ill, End quote. So this came to be these Venerable Ones' ordination. Then the Lord addressed the group of five monks, saying, quote, body, monks, is not self. Now, were this body self, monks, this body would not tend to sickness, and one might get the chance of saying in regard to body, quote, then let body become thus for me. Let body not become thus for me. End quote but inasmuch, monks, as body is not self, therefore body tends to sickness. And one does not get the chance of saying in regard to body, quote unquote, let body become thus for me, let body not become thus for me. End quote Feeling is not self. Three dots. And one does not get the chance of saying in regard to feeling, quote unquote, let feeling become thus for me, let feeling not become thus for me, end quote quotes. Perception is not self, three dots. The habitual tendencies are not self, three dots. One does not get the chance of saying in regard to habitual tendencies, quote quotes, let the habitual tendencies become thus for me, let the habitual tendencies not become thus for me." And, quote quotes: "Consciousness is not self. Six dots. Inasmuch monks as consciousness is not self, therefore consciousness tends to sickness. and one does not get the chance to say in regard to consciousness, quotes, "Let consciousness become such for me." Let consciousness not become thus for me." Quote, in quotes. What do you think about this, monks? Is body permanent or impermanent? End quote. Quote, impermanent, Lord. End quote. Quote, but is that which is impermanent painful or pleasurable? End quote. Quote, painful, Lord. Quote, but is it fit to consider that which is impermanent, painful, of a nature to change as, quote, then quotes, this is mine, this am I, this is myself, and quote, then end quote. Quote, it is not, Lord, end quote. Quote, is feeling, three dots, perception, three dots, are the habitual tendencies, three dots, is consciousness permanent or impermanent? End quote. quote. impermanent, Lord. End quote. Quote, but is that which is impermanent painful or pleasurable? End quote. Quote, painful, Lord. End quote. Quote, but is it fit to consider that which is impermanent painful? Of a nature to change as, quote, then quotes, this is mine, this am I, this is myself? And quote, then quotes, end quote. quote. it is not so, Lord. Quote, Wherefore, monks, whatever is body, past, future, present, or internal or external, or gross or subtle, or low or excellent, whether it is far or near, all bodies should, by means of right wisdom, be seen as it really is. This is not mine. This am I not. This is not myself. Whatever is feeling, three dots. Whatever is perception, three dots. Whatever are the habitual tendencies, three dots. Whatever is consciousness, past, future, present, or internal or external, or gross or subtle, or low or excellent, whether far or near, all consciousness should, by means of right wisdom, be seen as it really is. Thus, this is not mine. This am I not. This is not myself. Seeing in this way, monks, the instructed disciple of the Aryans disregards body as he disregards feeling, and he disregards perception as, and he disregards the habitual tendencies and he disregards consciousness. Okay, he disregards body and he disregards feeling. I said as it should be and. Okay. Disregarding, he is dispassionate. Through dispassion, he is freed. In freedom, the knowledge comes to be. Quote then quotes, I am freed, and quote then quotes. And he knows. Destroyed is birth. Lived is the Brahma faring. Done is what was to be done. There is no more of being such or such. Thus spoke the Lord. Delighted, the group of five monks rejoiced in what the Lord had said. Moreover, while this discourse was being uttered, the minds of the group of five monks were freed from the cankers without grasping. At that time, there were six perfected ones in the world. The first portion for recital. right where we left off next time. hope everybody's doing very well. I'll go ahead and close. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy, may all beings be serene, may all beings